episode 22 of the Hardline Sports Talk. Michael Merlo, John Michael Masiri, here with you. JM, how are you doing today? You forgot the here we go. Well, that's like your signature thing. It is my signature thing, okay? And I actually stole it from somebody. From who? Craig Carton. Oh, God, yeah, that's somebody you want to steal from, an idiot. Imagine calling one of the greatest radio hosts of all time an idiot. One of the more talented guys in the business, an idiot. That just shows you your just inte- lost all credibility. That just shows your intelligence. You just bubble. lost all credibility. What do you mean, like Craig Carton, one of the greats? He is one of the greats. That's like me talking. We're just talking about Pat Mazika. That's like me saying, "Oh, Pat Mazika, one of the greats." Imagine comparing Craig Carton, that was number one for ten years in the mornings. Now number one in the afternoon. Oh, the morning, yeah, layup. Oh yeah, Mickey layup. Mouse number one layup. Right he took over for Don Imus. One of the greatest I don't even know what mo- that is. Well, that just shows your knowledge oh, of, okay. of sports radio sure. and radio in general. Anyway, this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, he's pissed at me because I didn't go out tonight. You know, I wasn't feeling too great and had some things to do. Oh, I went to work today. I worked a lot. Today. I I, di- I did go to work today, and he just sat on his ass and did nothing today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I checked your location. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean I did nothing yeah, today? I played babies. a baseball game. Oh, yeah. I, I was at the gym. Why God forbid you, you went to you, the gym. Why did you tell everybody how the baseball game was? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, no, please. No, nah, baseball game was good. Yeah. Um, how many hits you guys have? What's a one minus one? Zero. That'd yeah, be we had zero. zero. We got no hit. Yeah. Um, I mean, you never want to get no hit. I had a nice shot. Oh, yeah, well, you no, never want to get no I had, in. Oh, I had, really? I had a nice shot. Kid threw me a, a, a first pitch fastball right in the cement mixer. I turned on it <laughs> right off the end of the bat. Um, if that's right off the, 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 the sweet spot, that's over the fence. But, yeah, we got no hit. Yeah, good, good. So, yeah, you want to talk about me. Oh, congrats. You, you, you clipped a lawn today and then drove around in a golf cart for six hours. Did a lot on Give that golf cart today. Give me a break. All right. You know, enough, enough of the arguing. Enough of the arguing. First, you're disrespecting Craig Carton. Yeah. Disgusting. Moron. Disgusting. He's disgusting. He's not disgusting. Yeah, gambling with people. Oh, money. yeah, you know what? He just what a he hit model. a petty crime. He ripped off rich people. Who gives? He's paying them off anyway. Or he's paying them off. Who cares? Not your money. It wasn't my money. I mean, I got money. It's the light on fire. What do you mean, not my money? What, so I shouldn't care about it? It's not like they're not getting paid back. Get on with the freaking news. All right. We're going to do NBA in a little bit. We're going to start with some Major League Baseball talk. And we're going we're gonna to start it off with the All-Star game. We'll get to the Mets and the Yankees in a little bit. But the All-Star game is Tuesday, right? The 13th? I mean, you're going to want to check that. But I yeah. th- it's next week. The break is next week. The last games for teams before the break is Sunday. So, let's talk. Because there's been a lot of discussion about the MLB All-Star game the last... Uh, couple of days really Jacob deGrom said yesterday he's not pitching in it because he's too good for it mm, no yeah. he, he didn't say that he doesn't want to pitch he um he just doesn't he's been banged up and he doesn't want to risk anything and he wants to be fully healthy for his team's run in the second half which I love and he also wants to see Taiwan Walker get a shot which I thought was very nice of him did he get in well they haven't replaced him yet so we don't know if Taiwan's in yet. Well, that would be awkward if they replaced him with somebody else. Max Scherzer should be in. Is well, he not in yet? Well, we're gonna get to my discu- we're gonna get to this in the discussion because I don't agree with it, and I don't think Taiwan Walker should get in. He's had a great season, but when you look at the guys guys that have gotten snubbed, Walker Bueller, Taiwan Walker, 
you know, I mean, excuse me, Max Scherzer, Taiwan Walker is under those two guys. For sure. And, again, not discrediting what Taiwan Walker has done this year. He has a 2-4-4 ERA. He's been great. But he most, I mean, when you compare him to the, to a Bueller or a Scherzer, he should not get in. But this is one of the discussions I want to have about the All-Star game. And, you know, I love it. I love MLB All-Star game. I love the Home Run Derby. So I just love everything about it. I think it's exciting. I think it is a way for the, the owners and, and Major League Baseball to market their game. And overall, it's just a fun weekend. Now, I think we overvalue it a tiny bit. Okay. Because we say, oh, this guy's an all-star, this guy's an all-star. Yeah. But in reality, you're having fans vote for people who are all-stars. And on and then on top of that, you you have to have somebody on every team become an all-star. Yeah. I agree. I think there are flaws with the all-star game. Like you said, you need to have somebody from every single team. Um, and maybe when we look at a guy's career and we see how many all-star games they've, they've had, I don't think it's necessarily undervalued or overrated when we look at like one of the greats because one of the greats are going to get in if they don't get in the fan vote they're going to get in as a reserve or whatever but when we look back at a guy's career and we say oh look he made two all-star or all-star games well turns out he made the all-star game because he played for a popular team he really wasn't that great he was just you know a, a popular player a big personality whatever so yeah i agree the fan voting system and the starters is overrated and um Maybe some guys that should have been All-Stars don't get in. Like Max Scherzer should be in the All-Star game right now. But um, I agree. When I look at a guy's career, I don't... All-Stars isn't the first thing I look at at all. It's not the first thing I look at either. But, I mean, when you get the scroll, you know, four-time All-Star, blah, 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 is retiring. Or four-time All-Star, blah, 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 is passed away. I agree. That's like the first thing they always say. They always go to that. But usually when you say that, it's a guy that is not that great over his career. Like if Barry Bonds retired, they're not like, oh, 14-time All-Star, whatever the hell he is. They'll say seven-time MVP. You know, yeah, it's it's more like that. Seven-time. He won seven MVPs, yeah. He's got the most MVPs ever. Um... I mean, I don't think I need to double-check that. No, I'm not. I'm like 99% sure that's true. Um... But, yeah, like I said, when you, let's say, you know, a guy played in 1980 and he made the All-Star game one time. Like, who really cares, you know? I no. Get, I get what you mean. I agree with you. Plus, but... it's the first half. A guy could have, if we think back, the way I always look at it, think about the guys who have had really good second halves. Like, th- Jack Flaherty is considered the Cardinals' ace. He had an unbelievable second half in 2019. Who's our Jack Flaherty this year? You know? Like, there's a guy right now that, you know, I'll just use an example. I don't know. uh, Jameson Tyon could, you know, for the Yankees. Oh, yeah? He could, wishful thinking here, but he could end up having a a sub-2 ERA in the second half and, you know, finish in the top 10 in Cy Young voting. You remember what Jake Arrieta did in the second half in 2015? Exactly. Exactly. So, All-Star games versus Pro Bowls are different. Pro Bowls in the NFL, it's at the end of the season. But all-star game, it's the midway point. So a guy can make an all-star game, and then you can look at his stats and be like, uh, his stats for that year weren't that great, but it just turns out he had a great first half. But going back to that whole thing about the teams, I agree. Like, Gregory Soto's had a solid year for the Tigers. Should he be an all-star? Probably not. Um, Eduardo Escobar shouldn't be an all-star. I mean, he's got 18 home runs. His OPS is... I don't even know if it's in the 800s. It's really not that great. He's not having that great of a season. He's batting about 240 or something like that. 
but you need somebody to represent the Diamondbacks. So I don't. I very much disagree with that. Where you need to represent a team, everybody needs to have their own All Star because then it, it, you're right. It diminishes the the value of being an All Star. A hundred percent. And a lot of this discussion about opting out of the All Star game, like um, Jacob Degrom has done, he announced that on Tuesday. Today on when, on Thursday. A couple of players on the Houston Astros had come out and said they are not going to be playing in the All-Star game as well. Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is going to have a baby. His wife's pregnant and he wants to be with his wife over the weekend. And Jose Altuve has been a little banged up this year. Uh, He doesn't want to go. Now, I agree with you 100%. Listen, nobody's going to, you know, get on... Correa for going to be with his wife and, you know, some time off. I mean, even Altuve. I mean, if he's, he's, yeah, he has been banged up. He has a leg injury. It's not going to stop him from playing this weekend, but he doesn't want to go. Now, I agree. I don't think he can face his peers yet. I don't yeah. think both of them can face his peer, yeah. their peers yet. I also think that the backlash that they will get from the fans in Colorado will be something that they don't feel like taking yet. They're, they don't want that yet. And it'll be embarrassing. It'll be right. the, the biggest crowd they play in, most likely, with everybody watching. They, they don't want that. All I could say is boo-hoo, Jose Altuve. There we go. I mean, the Carlos Correa thing's different. If you're expecting a child, obviously you should be there. Maybe uh, Carlos Correa was looking at the, the MLB schedule, figured he's going to have a good season, decides, hey, let's have a baby All-Star week. I don't want to get conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All I'm saying. Because he got off to a great start this season. <laughs> I mean, so what was that? It's July now. That, I don't even that, know if she's expect. I don't know if she's expected to deliver the baby in the next week. I all I said, all I read was that she's pregnant. Yeah, but Jose Altuve. I mean, that dude could jump off a bridge and I throw a parade. Okay. Um, I mean, why don't you cry? You're not, you don't want to get booed. Blah blah blah. Oh, they're gonna introduce me for the All Star game and they're gonna boo me. Give me a break. Um. He should be there. No, please, take the Yankee bias out of it. It ain't Yankee bias. See, that's the thing I don't get. Like, if I was a baseball... Let's say the Yankees sucked that year, and the Arizona Diamondbacks won the World Series for some reason. I would be mad, too, if if I found out they cheated as a baseball fan. I mean, maybe not as much because my team didn't lose to them. I mean, a lot less. But, like... You're, you're expe- no, and especially if they didn't have the title stripped and nobody got suspended and blah, blah, blah. I agree with you that they handled it. I wouldn't it. be, like, if they got their title stripped and Altuve got suspended or blah, 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 like, I wouldn't be saying boo-hoo, Jose Altuve, blah, 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 but they got away with it. I mean, really, who, A.J. Hinch lost his job. Okay, yeah. Can we talk about am that supposed, for a second? Am I supposed to have, like, clarification and peace now because of that? Can we talk about that for sure. a second? Hold on. Okay. No, you're not going to like the direction this conversation is going to go in. No. The job that A.J. Hinch is doing in Detroit is phenomenal. I mean, he is... There are managers... Okay, so there are bad managers. There's very few terrible managers that make your team just not good. Then you got the middle of the pack that you're like, okay, if your team's good, they're good. If you have an average manager, and if they're bad, you're bad. The manager's not making a difference. And then you have that elite class where if you have a really really good manager your team is going to overperform mm-hmm. and the Detroit Tigers are in that spot right now yeah I mean the job that this guy is doing no with I'm, this not gonna, team, I'm not gonna dislike this conversation I think AJ Hinch is a good manager 
do you know and their I have, record? I have less against him, which proves the point I just made. I have less against AJ Hinch because he was punished. He lost his job. He was suspended from baseball for a year. So I don't have as much resentment against AJ Hinch anymore because he like served his time kind of a thing. Okay. But all these guys that got away scot free and get to flaunt their World Series rings and blah 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 after they cheated, it, it's disgusting. The Detroit Tigers are forty and forty eight. Now you remember when the Yankees played them in May? I remember this. Oh, um, and Robbie t- Grossman has—they swept us, and Robbie Grossman hit a walk off. No, yeah. the, the time before that. when the Yankees swept them. Oh, yeah, at home. Yeah. They—they they were terrible. Yeah. And they, they I mean, the Tigers—they won forty-five games like two or three years ago. They've been really bad. Yeah. yeah, you're right. He has done a good job. Impressive, and we know the job that Alex Cora has done. But anyway, back on track. Listen, obviously, I was unhappy with what happened, oh, how they yeah, cheated, really? but yeah. I'm over it. But I understand you not being over it. But it's fun to make fun of you. That's all. Well, I'm especially not over it because it they, was your team. I, I would no, feel the no, same no, no, way. I was looking forward to the 2020 season and seeing them get absolutely like ripped on at Yankee Stadium and wherever they went. But they also got away with that because COVID hit and then there was no fans and blah, blah, blah. So, of course, they get another year and some people are forgetting about it and whatever. But listen, am I, am I going to sit here as a Yankee fan and complain and be like, oh, we would have had a World Series ring? No. I think we would have made it to the World Series. I mean, we lost in seven games in a one-run game in Game 7, and it turns out that Houston that Houston won all four games at home. That's where they were cheating. Whatever. I don't want to, you know, you got to move on eventually. But it's not even as a Yankee fan anymore. I'm really, like, I know that's hard to believe, but I'm really being serious. Not even as a Yankee fan anymore. As a baseball fan, it's more towards Rob Manford and the rest of the MLB and the Houston Astros, the fact that they still – are recognized as the 2017 World Series champions is disgusting to me. Well, Especially after Rob Manfred said, oh, it's just a piece of metal. Yeah, well, that was terrible. Yeah. You, you, know Rob, you know Rob Manfred and uh, the people that run the sport really can't get out of their own way. They're just, they're idiots. That's Agreed. what they are. Yeah. So, let's talk All-Star Game players now. Now that we're done with the opting out. Right. I don't think MLB has a problem with players opting out. I think a, no. most players enjoy going... And I, I understand if you have a nagging injury that you've been dealing with all year, you should not play. No. The most important thing, I, I'm i shocked Judge is playing. You want to sit Judge, you want to talk about how Judge needs rest days, but he can fly to Colorado and go play in this game? You're right, you're right. Come on. he was When they sat him against the Angels and mm-hmm. when they lost that terrible game where they blew the, blew the lead, he was asked the next day. He was like, well, you're going to go to Colorado? And he's like, well, I don't see why not. Yeah. Oh, you don't see why not? But you, you can miss a game against Sho- Shohei Otani. Right. But you, you could fly to Colorado and, and have a nice time and play in the game. Yeah. Makes sense. That would make me mad if I was a Yankees fan. Anyway, let's get to some of the players playing. So let's, you want to start with the starters? You want to go down the list? Well, let's start with the starters, yeah. All right. So for the National League, we got Buster Posey, Freddie Freeman, Adam Frazier, Nolan Arenado, Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna Jr., Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker. I have absolutely no problem with shortstop in the outfield. I have no problem at catcher. I have no problem at second... Uh, no, I lied. I have no problem at third Okay, base. I know you want Ozzy Albies to be the second baseman, but it's not like Adam Frazier just, like, blind robbed him of the second base spot. Adam no, Frazier's having an excellent year. Adam Frazier's been great, and there's a report out Freddie there. Freddie Freeman robbed Max Muncy. Max Muncy that should I'll be agree the with all starting that. at first base. Yeah, 100%. 100% right. But Adam Frazier should be. I, I think 
I mean, when the All-Star ballots first came out, I voted for Adam Frazier, and I, I, I do think he deserves to be second baseman. Adam Frazier is, um, the Mets are reportedly interested in him, which would be very interesting. Right. I don't know what they would do there. Like, I don't know how you, we'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about the Mets. You move McNeil to, McNeil to third, man. And then what are you doing at third? You have two third basemen. Well, J.D. Davis, maybe he's part of the deal, or, you know, I don't know what they think about his Yeah, you're his right. Health. You're right. You send J.D. Davis over with a, pro- a yeah. lower-level prospect. Yeah. Davis can hit. Yeah. Anyway, no problems otherwise there. Again, Max Muncy should be starting at first base. I mean, we, we got Brian Reynolds and Chris Taylor as the reserves. I mean, what, are we giving everybody a... Uh, Brian Reynolds is having a No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> Brian Reynolds slash nice. Actually, so Chris very Taylor. Young. Chris Taylor's got like a three war or something. He's been really good. I, I was talking to your brother before, and I actually have a massive problem with this. So Ryan, I was watching the Yankee game this, uh, this afternoon, and Ryan Rucco, who is the the backup play by play guy for yes, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. I like he Ryan does the Rucco. Nets games. Too. Yes, Ryan Rucco's good. Really good. I lost some respect for Ryan Rucco today. Oh my God! Would you relax? Ryan Rucco, when talking about Carlos Correa possibly not, well, actually not possibly, not playing in the All-Star game, mentioned that J.P. Crawford could possibly um, replace him in the game. Can I read you J.P. Crawford's uh, numbers and yeah, you let sure. me know if this I is an All-Star? I anyways, but yeah. He's got five homers, 31 RBIs. 283 batting average, a 343 on base, a 397 slugging. He's got an OPS of 740 and an OPS plus of 110. What's his war? Read me his war. No, leave out the war. You nitpicking moron. 2.8. Yeah. 2.8. Yeah. I, I guess with this, Dom Smith should be an all star then. Oh, too. okay. Yeah, sure. No, if JP Crawford. What's his D war? Like two? <laughs> J.P. Crawford, Crawford, he's like an excellent defensive shortstop. Good, so is Dom Smith. See, you're such a casual. I mean, I'm such a casual. casual. I'm looking at the numbers. He's got a 2.8 war. That's really good. Oh, but no, yeah, 740 OPS. 1.3 defensive war. That's really good. Cool. Let's look up Dom Smith's numbers just for comparison. Dom Smith doesn't deserve to be in the same sentence as J.P. Crawford. One war. Yeah, one. Nice. No war in defense. Yeah, that's good. That's fine, though. Yeah, That's all we need. That's all we need. Chasing butterflies in the outfield. You know what? You and Dominic Smith, really. You you, you got a problem with Dominic Smith. What's your problem, problem with Dominic, Dominic Smith? Smith? I just think the Mets should have traded him a year ago. Yeah, good. You, you, have, you got a guy who's a natural first baseman playing left field right now. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Oh, really? He's got yeah. zero war in left field. He's not hurting them. He's not hurting them. He's not helping them either. Okay, that's fine. What do you mean that's fine? He's not hurting them. That's okay, all they need from him in left field. He's literally like an average at best player right now. Okay, he had a bad start to the season. Okay. He's picked it up over the last week, two oh, weeks. Yeah, yeah. now throw him in the MVP conversation. First ballot Hall of Famer, Don Smith. You know, when they did the side-by-side, they did like a side-by-side comparison of swings with him and Barry Bonds oh, in the shut offseason. Up. Please shut up. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I'm about to make fun of that. Like, what is Major League Baseball doing? <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, his swing looks like his. Yeah, I can go swing a bat and make it look like Barry Bonds' swing. <laughs> I swear to God, they did this. And then they did, like, a conference call with Barry Bonds and Dominic Smith. And they were talking. Are you serious? I swear to if God. Barry Bonds and tell him, go scratch <laughs> when we talk to Dom Smith. 
What's your problem with Dom Smith? Dom Smith doesn't deserve to be in the same category as Barry Bonds. <laughs> Why do you like painting this picture that I'm like anti-Dom Smith? All I said was the Mets. Should, I think he's a decent player. I just think the Mets shouldn't have him on their roster. He's like the Mets Clint Frazier, in my opinion, but he's like actually producing. Oh, like he's ten times better. Than he doesn't Chris have a spot Clint on Frazier. the team. He doesn't have a spot on the team. He's been a good prospect. He'd be a good asset in a trade. But now, if I'm a team in the MLB, I want to trade a, a bag of baseballs or a bucket of baseballs for Clint Frazier. Oh, yeah, do you think? Dude's half a moron. Okay, here we go. Let's look at the AL. Oh, look, look at this. Garrett Cole, Nathan Ovaldi. It's uh, Garrett Char- Cole. If I hear you say Garrett Cole one more time, it'll lunge across the table and smack <laughs> you in the face. It's Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, Nathan Ovaldi, Kyle Gibson, UC Kikuchi. Carlos oh, yeah, Rodon, who was a batting practice machine yesterday <laughs> against the Yankees. And Aroldis Chapman and Gregory Soto were all all-stars. They're really just handing yeah, them out yeah. in the AL. Who's the AL Cy Young Award winner right now? Who would it be? Like, honest to God. Who the hell would it be? Mike King. You can literally <laughs> flip a freaking coin and say, yeah, this guy's, this guy's the AL Cy Young Award winner. Can you guys pitch? Can you learn to pitch, please? Well, unfortunately, we don't have an automatic out in the ninth spot every time. Oh, like yeah, you, boo-hoo. Like you morons boo-hoo. in the NL. Yeah, Taiwan Walker showed you that it was really uh, really a problem the other day. Um, No hit, you guys. Who is the AL Cy Young right now? No clue. I mean, Bieber? I don't think he's played enough, Cole? though. <laughs> no. I mean, no, he's got 2-9 ERA. Not, not recently. Not, no, I would not. He's not, the, he's not the Cy Young right now. He was, like, a week ago. Not anymore. Nathan Avaldi? No, not Nathan Avaldi. Jesus Christ. I guess it's Bieber. He just hasn't... I, I don't know if he's pitched enough. How many innings does Cole have? Check. Do I look like a baseball encyclopedia to you? He's got uh, Bieber's 7-4 and four with a 3 2 eight, 90 innings, 130 Lance strikeouts. Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is the AL Cy Young. Uh, confirmed? He's nine and three with a one nine nine ERA and a ninety innings, and he's got one hundred and five strikeouts. Yeah, so Lance Lynn would be the Cy Young Award winner right now. He should start in the All Star game. I don't know what they're gonna do though. Anyway, yeah, we're just handing it out in the AL though. This, uh, this congratulations, sh- you don't have an automatic out in the, in the ninth spot. Here we go. And a bunch yep. of idiots. And yet we got the best pitchers in the league. We come over to we come over and play interleague so baseball. Got the and in the you. AL right now. He's got a four four. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, call me a casual. Um, AL starting lineup, I got no problem with it whatsoever. Actually, I do, but oh, they'll they'll What's change it. Cedric Mullen should start over yeah. at Trout, but they'll change that. Yeah. So okay, so I don't technically have a problem with it. Agreed. Salvi Perez, Vlad Jr. at first, Perez uh, Perez, Marcus Simeon at second, Devers at third, Bogarts at short. And then the outfield, as of right now, is Trout, Aaron Judge, Teoscar Hernandez, and Shohei Otani, who um, has a 700 slugging percentage right now. Mm. 700. Yeah. Can I need That's to? Like re- Don Smith's OPS. It actually, it actually is. Um, hold on, I need to read you something though. A stat that I saw today from Codify Incorporated, Codify Baseball on Twitter. Shohei Otani is slugging 700. Who's ever done that over a whole season? 11 Hall of Famers. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Albert Bell, and Larry Walker as just a few of them. Wow. Incredibly impressive. Mm -hmm. He had another one today. 32. I thought he hit 32 last night. 
Well, I checked today and it said five hours ago when I saw it, and it was like in the middle of the day. So. Okay, then maybe well, he did it today. It. I don't know. Maybe they just retweeted it. Shohei Otani is the first player ever to be a, a pitcher and a hitter in the All-Star game. He's going to do both. He didn't really have a great, you know. He hasn't been good. Well, he great had that pitching. game against the Yankees where he like imploded. So his, his didn't he raise ZRA by like one basically, one run? Basically, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Mike Zunino's a uh, All Star. Yeah, the weirdest numbers I've ever seen in my life. Him and y- mm-hmm. I said this today. If Mike Zunino and Yasmani Grandal combined, like so, you get Mike Manino, Mike Zunino's ability to hit for power, and then Yasmani Grandal's ability to get on base. You got you got an AL MVP right there. Mike Zanino's batting 190, he's slugging 528. Jasmine Granada's batting like 150, and he's gotten like a 400 on base. Oh, good. So a player batting 170 with a... 930 OPS. Uh, yeah, that'd be the greatest player. That'd be an MVP candidate? That'd be... You just yeah, said that'd be if an you have MVP a 930 candidate. OPS, you're an MVP candidate. <laughs> batting yeah. one, batting yeah. 170. Oh, what are you, you... Oh, again. Right back... I'll pass the casual ball right back to batting you. Batting 170. What are you, a casual? He's got a no, 930 OPS. Listen, I'm, that's obviously impressive. That's not an MVP candidate. Yes, it is. If no, you're it's a not. 930 OPS is an MVP candidate. If you're if you're batting 170, it's not. It, the batting average does not matter. He gets on base 40% of the time, okay. and he hits for doubles, triples, and homers. Okay. Okay. Uh... I'd rather have a guy that goes up there and bats 270, but gets you know walks three times every month. I mean, you're, you know, I I don't. There really is a problem here. Maybe maybe we'll split up. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was doing a podcast, and someone was a little more intelligent. There we go. Clearly not. Teoscar Hernandez being an All Star is hot. Love me some Teoscar Hernandez. He's going to start in the game. Jose Ramirez should have been starting a third. No, he shouldn't have. Never mind. Uh, Jared Walsh is having a breakout year at first base for the a- uh, Angels. He is an all-star. Michael Brantley, who should have been a Yankee. Joey Gallo, who may be a Yankee. Joey Gallo is on a crazy tear. Yes. What is that? He had before tonight. I don't think he played. 10 homers 33 at-bats. Yeah, 10 homers, 33 at-bats. 10 homers, 10 games. It's pretty, absurd. Pretty impressive. Lefty bat. Yankees can use him. Uh, what else is there? The home run derby. Who you got? I think I got Joey Gallo. I'm re- I'm between Alonzo and Gallo. I heard somebody talking to me that said Trevor Story's going to win it. I mean, I get that he's the hometown guy, but... Story's not winning. It is random. It's like, who can hit more homers than BP? You, did you see that did You see that thing today about Otani? He's, he hasn't taken BP all year. Actually? Yeah. It's bizarre. Right? Do you think that could affect it? Yeah. I, I think these guys too. are in a routine. Well, these guys are already practicing for the home run derby. Right. That always had like, you know, Matt Olson or whoever right now before games, instead of, because guys who go up there, they're not always trying to crush the ball. They're trying to hit the other way or whatever, but Matt Olson's going up to the plate right now and uh, swinging for the fences before his games. He's practicing for the home. It's just like guys that practice for the dunk contest in the NBA. It's the same thing. Uh, what's the longest home run you think? At course? At course. I, I think you see one five hundred. Yeah, I'm thinking like five ten. I mean, Stanton hit one five ten at Target Field, and you know that's not the elevation that Coors has. So, I think you see one over five hundred. I agree with you. I think Gallo's gonna hit it too. Really? Yeah. I I'm think really. I th- Vlad's not in it though. If Vlad was in it, oh, like Pete. 
Like, Pete can't hit 1,500. Pete's a moron. Vlad, though, he's hit some tanks in in BP at the Rogers Center. Um, that would be fun. That would be Vlad really fun. Vlad at course. He already did it, though, right? Yeah, he did uh, it last when season. He, when he was a, no, he, when he was a rookie. Or when 2019. Yeah, that's Vlad. what I meant by last season. Yeah. Yes. He lost to Alonzo in the final. Mm-hmm. Remember, Vlad actually like had a crazy, crazy round. Right. And then he... Where, we, where did Alonzo win? What was it? Great American Ballpark? Uh, no, that was years field. ago. What am I talking about? Progressive Field. Yeah. I was just watching that video before him winning. Right. That was hot. He's going to go back-to-back, though. Uh, what else we got here? What else do we got? Uh, the Astros are running a pretty petty promotion this weekend. Thought it was uh, pretty cool. Let me, uh, I mean, it's funny, but it's it's so petty at the same time. They are so the Yankees are coming to town this weekend to play the Astros on Friday. They're doing a replica AL Champion 2019 trophy. Uh, Saturday they're doing a replica 2019 AL Champion ring. And Sunday, they're doing a Jose Altuve replica jersey for the first 10,000 fans. Imagine doing replica trophies and rings when you didn't even win the World Series. Like, it has to be an AL champion ring and trophy. Like, imagine being that petty. That's that's weak. I mean, I don't know why you want to do a 2017 one, then. Yeah, do the 20... They probably already did one. one? They probably already did one. That is weak. I just... You know, I just realized that. Yeah. That it was... It's not even World Series. It's AL champion. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's funny, but it's so petty. It is big. Let, let, let's um, I don't know where I want to go. Do I want to segue that into the Yankees, or do I want to segue that into the trade deadline? Talks? Well, we talked we touched on the Yankees. I mean, this team they had a, a we rough didn't. day today. We, we talked a little bit about Logan Gilbert. That was off. Oh, that was off air. Yeah, Logan Gilbert uh, <laughs> one hit the Yankees today. He went seven innings. Eight strikeouts in Seattle. The Yankees didn't get a hit off of the bullpen. You see my boy Paul Seawald? Oh, my God. Logan Gilbert's... A, oh, no, uh, Chris Flexen is uh, on the Mariners, too. They are literally the Mets West. Yeah. Like they li- yeah. Whenever the Mets DFA somebody, they jump right, right. on it. No, it's, it's such a joke. Um, I mean, we don't have to go into depth on these Yankee series. I think it was a pretty low-key series. They took two out of three. Solid series. Rough loss um, today. Getting one hit and shut out. Now you got to go to Houston, and if you take two out of three in Houston, then things are you know feeling not a, as bad. Feeling into, a lot going different into the All-Star break. going into the All Star break. That would be a huge, huge win. But now we can segue into the trade deadline because the Yankees now need to make a move, and I think, like you said before, Joey Gallo is all over the Yankees' radar. I think that makes total sense. Um, you need a left-handed bat. Gallo's a guy you could put in left field, and can pull or put in right field or whatever you move judge to center or whatever you want to do gallo is i think that's one thing that's de- deceptive about his game everybody always thinks gallo's you know this big power hitter and blah, blah blah and they just automatically assume he's not a great he's not a great defensive outfielder he is phenomenal defense uh, defensively in the outfield he's got a cannon of an arm he does it all he can cover ground whatever you need out of him he's a really good defender gold glove type defender so I think that would make total sense for the Yankees. The I I want to just interrupt you really quickly. Padres relief pitcher Dan, Daniel Camarina Camarina hit a grand slam tonight. They were down eight nothing or eight two at the time to the Nationals. They had to take you Darvish out early, 
and he just hit a grand slam to make this game 8-6. A relief pitcher? A relief pitcher was hitting, hit a grand slam off of Max Scherzer. In the fourth inning, 8-6 in San Diego. That should be very, very, very interesting. Baseball is just so special. See, that's why we don't have a DH for moments like this. Shut up. Baseball is just the perfect and best sport out there. Anyway, Trey Dunlite, talk to you right. And the Yankees need to decide right now if they're going over the tax. Hal Steinbrenner needs to, the luxury tax. Hal Steinbrenner needs to figure that out quickly because the Yankees should be all over guys like Joey Gallo or Jose Barrios because these guys are under control for a little bit and they can use these players because whether they if they get traded, you know the team that trades for them most likely is not going to be giving them up next season. Yeah. And it's going to take a lot. It's going to take big-time prospects to get a couple of these guys, right. the two we just mentioned. But you got to do what you got to do to improve this team. Yeah, I mean, if you got to let go with Estevan Florial, no problem. Like, um, Jason Dominguez is a completely different story, but I don't think you would have to give him up for somebody like Joey Gallo. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Don't, don't spit you on Joey to, Gallo like that. No, I mean, Joey Gallo's a great player. It would take but like your third or fourth top they're prospect. This, they're yes. pulling this guy Jason Dominguez, you know, the best prospect since freaking, I don't even know. You know, he's like, the, they're calling him the, the next Mickey Mantle. Like, he's that good of a prospect. Um, You're right. The Yankees need to make some moves. They need to do a retooling. Get rid of some guys that don't fit into the roster. But at the same time, build for not only this year, but for years to come with some talent that you need on the roster. And Joey Gallo, I think, is a guy that, that lights up in, in uh, you know, Shiny lights, and you need this guy. And he's a lefty. He's he a plays lefty. the outfield, and I you think, need it. I think a guy like Cattell Marte should be on their radar. A guy who could play multiple positions in the infield and outfield. I think you got to pull the trigger on some of these guys, and you need to let go of some of these guys that you've been wanting to develop, and it just hasn't worked out here. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting deadline because the Yankees. Whether or not they're going for it this season, whether or not they're going for it next season, again, these guys that are under control, that are not going to be able to sign in the offseason, you got to go trade for them now. So this is going to be a really interesting trade. I love the trade deadline. So do I. Like, we know how we talk about the draft. Yeah. Like, the NFL draft it's is... It's very similar. It's yeah. so I love it, like, almost as much. Right. Because it's so exciting. I, th- I think it's the best trade deadline out the, there. The July 31st is like, it's like Christmas. Like yeah. I'm constantly refreshing my phone on Twitter and whatever and then you watch the MLB Network and as 4 o'clock hits, you think it's over but then, you know, you wait deals till like 4.30 because some deals take a while to come through to the league office and whatever but you're right, it's very, it's it's really interesting and it's a, it's a lot of fun. I remember Darvish got traded to Darvish got traded to the Dodgers. Like the last, I was in Dick's Shopping for cleats for football season, and at the last set, like four oh two, I got an update saying Darvish is going to the Dodgers. Right. So yeah, it's the best. I remember that David Price deadline when he got traded to the. Uh, he got traded twice. He got traded to the Tigers the first time, and then the Blue Jays. Yes. But I remember the Yankees were in play for him when he got traded to the Tigers, and I really wanted them to get him. That was like twenty fourteen, whatever the hell that wow. was. But, yeah, you're right. It's a lot of fun. And it's weird when your team's selling. Because I remember that deadline with Beltran getting traded and Miller and McCann and whoever else. 
And it, it's it's weird, man. You uh, Some teams can turn it around just through the trade deadline. I remember the Mets uh, traded for Cespedes, and it was really crazy because it's in 2015 they had had the botched Carlos Gomez trade, and then all of a sudden it was Thursday and they had nothing going, and then Friday you all day you, the Mets Met fans were sitting there like this team isn't going to do anything, this team isn't going to do anything, and there weren't a lot of outfielders. They needed a big bat in the outfield, and. They end up pulling the trigger on a guy like Cespedes, and it came. I was at Robert Moses Beach with my cousin, and we uh, we found out that. Did you pull over, or were you not? In the car? I, w- I was I was fifteen, so I actually wasn't driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's good though. But I was very excited. You could have caused a four car pile up on the parkway. On the Bob Moses yeah. State Parkway. Yeah. Bob Moses, it's a nice beach. Yeah. If you ever get out there. This is hot. Yeah. Uh, the Mets are interested in Adam Frazier, second baseman, starting All Star. Second baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, his numbers are very good. Frazier's batting three thirty on the year. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the rest of he's the not, numbers. He's not, you know, hitting for power or anything, but that's the kind of player he is. Uh, I think he's got, like, what, like a mid-800s OPS or something? Yeah, he's got an 857 OPS, 396 uh, on base, 461 slugging. He's got four home runs, 28 ribbies, five stolen bases. Yeah, batting 326. He's been very, very good. He leads the league in hits. He doesn't strike out that much. He always puts the ball in play. He's got a 2.5 war. He's been He's like an old school player. Yeah, he's a really good player. It's just I, I think the Mets should focus their attention on the starting pitching. They need depth. So. Yes. I really don't think so cuz you got guys coming back off the IL. But the you can't you can't rely on those but guys. But their offense they've had a bottom something and don't give me they're getting healthy. They're going to get they're healthy gonna and they're going to be fine. They're not going to flip from the last in the league offense to a top 10 offense in the league. Well, it's considering four out of the nine guys that are supposed to start on this team are just coming back now, I think there's a really a, a pretty good chance that they're going to flip and I turn it around so. a little I bit. I think they need another big bat. I don't know how you can sit here and say, let's just rely on these guys coming back from the, from the IL. How could you but say you that? But you have Tom Walker's having a fantastic season. Jacob DeGrom's obviously, we know how good he is. Marcus Stroman, that's a good one through three. You really only need three, maybe four starters for a playoff series. The starting pitching is going to be the most important part. It's the most important part of, of any team, yeah. in my opinion. If you want to win in the playoffs, you better have good starters. And, and if you one have, through three is dynamite right now. And you have Carrasco coming back, and yep. let's add another guy. No, you don't have to. Add let's another add guy. another guy. You really don't have to Why? Add guy. I really don't you know. You can't I can rely on Carrasco to come back you and need be himself. Somebody, you need somebody to spark this offense. Is what you need. And don't give me like you said they're getting healthy and whatever because guys have been healthy and they're still not performing when they are on the field. You need somebody to spark this off. Listen, Pete Alonso. I think we're kind of coming to the conclusion here. This guy is a good player, but he's not rookie Pete Alonso. He's not going to be a guy who goes out there and has a high 900s or mid 900s OPS. He's not that player. And I, I know you're making a face right now, but he's really not. Well, let me pull up his last few, uh, few weeks since he's been healthy, and it'll tell it'll tell you differently. I told you he had a, a two week, three week stretch where he was playing with a really bad hand injury, and it drove his numbers all the way down. Listen, he is. He, I mean, listen. He's obviously not a fifty home run guy, but as of you know, of, as of the last month, he would be on pace for a forty home run season. I, I still think you need another bat. I really do. Would Adam Frazier be that bat? Yes. Why not? Okay, so you bring Adam Frazier in. Yep. I, they. I would still add a pitcher. You 
don't need to. If you can go get a Kyle Gibson, why wouldn't you go you get a Kyle Gibson? You don't need to get Kyle Gibson. If you want to get a depth guy, get a depth guy. You don't need Kyle Gibson. Why not? You have production from one through three. I don't trust Drummond. I, I don't trust Drummond. But you're going to trust Kyle Gibson? Yeah. A guy who's having a, the best year of his career right now? Yes. It's, it's, it's not like Kyle Gibson's Max Scherzer. He's won three Cy Young Awards. It's Kyle Gibson. He's having the best year of his career. I Mac, Marcus Stroman's having one of the best years of his career right now. I, I still don't trust Marcus Stroman. Why not? I, I've seen, when, when Stroman goes out there on the mound, it was very, very obvious when he was pitching against the Yankees on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This, uh, he gave up a walk or a single to somebody. I forget who it was. I think it was Stanton. He gave up a single to Stanton. So, um, I forget who came up. I think it was Urshela. Came up, or Voight. Came up, hit a ground ball in the hole. Lindor got it, bobbled it on the transfer. He couldn't get it. It would have been a double play. Right. Strowman's visibly upset. And then he's got Gardner 0-2. Hits Gardner with a breaking ball in the dirt on the foot. Now it's bases loaded, nobody out. And then he gives up three runs. That's my problem. He gets into trouble and the world is ending. And I can't stand that in a pitcher. Taiwan Walker, he gets into trouble. He's very calm. Okay, here you go. Doesn't show too much emotion. And he, he works out of it. DeGrom, obviously, can work out of any jam possible. And even this kid, Tyler McGill, they just called up. He's been very, very good. He's going to pitch on Saturday or Sunday. When he gets into trouble, you need to see he's stone cold. Like, okay, just me and the batter. Yeah, but I, I, don't I know. love I that quality in pitches. his body language and whatever. But, you, you know, Tyler McGill could be panicking in his head. Right, you know, it's just the way that he shows emotion, whatever. I think Marcus Stroman is just a little more animated than those guys. I um, I, I don't trust Marcus Stroman in a big spot. How about that? I really, really don't. So I, if I'm the Mets, I would go and get another starting pitcher. Uh, the Mets took two out of three, though, from the Milwaukee Brewers, first place team. They were red hot. They won 11-12 coming in. The Mets won that extra inning games in eight innings the other day. You know they beat to win that game? Corbin Burns, Devin Williams, and Josh Hader blew his first save. Wow. Devin Williams doesn't have that great of a He hasn't either. been great. He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been great. Not like last season. But, um, yeah, so that's a huge series win for the Mets, and they got a – listen, I the, the next seven games for the Mets are against the Pirates, and I think Mets fans are way too confident. We've seen this before. This could be tra- a trap series, especially headed into the break. I hope I'm wrong. They do have Walker. They do have Stroman. And they might even throw DeGrom on Sunday on short rest. But let's not – listen, let's just win three out of four. And let's not, you know, throw a parade because we're playing the Pirates before we before we play the Pirates. Right. You know, I can't stand that. Yeah. You got to take care of business. Yeah, exactly. The Mets got postponed Thursday night. They're going to play a double dip on Saturday, single admission. You know, they're not screwing the fans. <laughs> Thank God it'll be their 10th doubleheader. And Jesus Christ. They're guaranteed a couple more because there's a couple more makeups they have to. So, uh, That's insane. I am, uh, I'm ready for the retractable roof on City Field. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100% ready for it. I think every stadium should have a tra- retractable roof, especially people, you know, stadiums in the Northeast and whatever. Listen, keep the roof open. You know, seventy five percent of yeah. the time. But if there's rain in the forecast, listen, shut the money, damn thing. Money doesn't grow on trees, obviously. Um, you know, in a perfect world, you can't just be like, "Oh, everybody make a retractable roof." But Steve Cohen's got it. You know, the Yankees are worth five billion dollars, seven billion dollars, whatever the hell they're worth. 
I think they could have afforded to add a retractable roof. That they season. could add a roof. Yeah. So can Steve Cohen. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get some NBA basketball. The finals are going on right now. Giannis just had a huge 20-point quarter. So we'll get to that coming up right after this. The SND Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Here we go. Episode 22 of the Hardline Sports Talk. Michael Merlo, John Michael Masiri here with you. We are back, and I want to start with this before we get to the NBA. The, I'm uh, doing good, though. Like, that segment was good. Like, I have I'm to ask you how okay you're doing. Tonight. I already asked you how you were doing. You, you want me to ask you twice? Here we go the first time. Now you're at, you know. I'm done with this you tonight. This is going to be an ugly divorce. I'm, I'm done with you tonight, yeah. I take my podcast and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, really? The Tampa Bay Lightning won their second straight Stanley Cup final uh, Wednesday night. And let's get something straight. First of all. Th- three rants in, in, in right here. First of all, who cares about hockey? Nobody. I've tried to be nice. I I, I go on a radio for my school. They talk about hockey. I try and be nice. Well, your, your radio show is full. I don't know if they listen to the show. I really don't care. They're idiots. Okay, okay thank you. That kid, Eric. Eric okay, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's my boy. No, no, no slander no. there. He said, oh, the Yankees should trade Luke Voigt and Jack Carlson for Eric Hosmer. Okay, enough about that. Moron. We talk about hockey way too much. Sorry, nobody, Eric, I'm, I'm sure you're cool, but nobody really cares about hockey. Okay, nobody cares. Well, I can't. Okay, relax. No, nobody cares. People about People care hockey. about hockey. Nobody really wants to hear in-depth analysis of hockey. Yeah, there I don't we want go. to tune into WHPC and hear people talking about oh, uh, blah blah blah, sign an eight-year extension with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear about anything yeah. that concerns hockey. That's the first thing. The second thing, Tampa Bay is like becoming this little title town here. I mean, the the Bucks win the Super Bowl. They've won two straight. The Rays were in the World Series last season. No, Tampa Bay doesn't deserve this. No. Okay, it's, it's a bunch of old eighty year old you know idiots people down there. who are retired. Yeah, looking just to look at for nice weather. Exactly, they don't deserve this title town here. New York deserves a title. Did you town. see what Nikita Kucherov said? What? He's a sellout. Okay. What? He said, "Oh, I don't like passionate fans." But then after they win the freaking cup yesterday, he's hyping up the fans. He's playing around with them. I thought he doesn't like passionate fans. He probably hit his head too many times. He doesn't know where he is. Uh, you know, he's probably an idiot or something. And the second thing, NHL is no longer going to be on NBC. They just didn't re-up the deal. Oh, ESPN's God. How got am I going to sleep at night? No, you think about NHL. I always think, oh, NBC, it's on Channel 4. Or no, it's on NASCAR NBC. is on NBC right now. That's what I think about. It, it switches every year. How do you, how, you guys are so fake. No, okay. See, so, you, you don't even no, know. Every You're uneducated. Don't touch me. Season. Don't touch me, okay? NASCAR starts the first half on Fox, the second half on NBC. Good thing yes, you know your I facts. knew that. No, I'm I, sure you did. I, I didn't say it correctly. I knew that. Anyway. You're such a problem. Yeah, nobody cares about hockey, boomer. Um, 11 years ago today, LeBron took his talents to South Beach. Mm, yeah. 11 years ago today, my life had zero <laughs> change to it. Oh, yeah. Like you were an upset 10-year-old kid when LeBron didn't choose your team. Okay. I sat there with my dad in my room. It was upset when LeBron didn't t- oh, choose the Knicks. Oh, were you Knicks. crying? And then you know what I did? Became my, a net 
Pelican Laker fan? My, Cav fan? My aunt, my aunt bought me a Miami Heat hat uh, weeks before then. I'm like, she knows what's going on. When she was in Miami, and I took the hat and put it on. Hmm, yeah. Front runner. Yeah, yeah, that was the beginning of the front that runner. That was the beginning of it. So uh, I miss I miss the NBA in the good old days there. Right. Because it's going to lead right into here. I just watched my first two minutes of the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, but it's true. The uh, Phoenix Suns are about to win this game. 17 seconds to go. They are up 116-108 on the Bucks. This game is over. Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 42 points on 60% shooting. 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks. And he's uh, he's still banged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all I got to say is Kendrick Perkins, why don't you kick rocks, okay? Like, you know what you're talking about. Oh, Chris Middleton's the, the Robin. and I mean, Chris Middleton's the Batman and Giannis is the Robin. Chris Middleton just, what did he shoot? 5 for 14? I don't know if he took any more shots. He scored about 11 5 points. for 16. Yeah. 11 points. Well, if Chris Robin was Batman, then Gotham City Chris Robin trouble. was Batman? <laughs> no, good. Chris that might Middleton, be worse than me talking about the heavy balls and the small yeah. balls and the okay, white balls. Yeah. Chris, Middleton is, <laughs> Chris Middleton is Batman. Then the Gotham City's in trouble, okay? Yeah. Giannis is good thing, the Good thing Batman. I know about superheroes. Right, because you watched give a, a crap. movie before. Yeah, I watch baseball movies. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I mean, this man's a bucket. Stop the Giannis slander. Chris Middleton, no, you're a joke. Never. Drew Holiday, God forbid, never. contributed anyway. Final score, 118-108. Chris Paul goes for 23-8-4. Devin Booker scored 31 points tonight. And Mikel Bridges... 26 points tonight. It's kind of hot. That is kind of hot. The Suns are up 2-0. They're going to head back to Milwaukee. and uh, Oh, our favorite town. Our favorite yeah. town, yeah. All yeah. the cheese heads and the... All the irrelevant people and the irrelevant fans and yeah. the irrelevant teams. Yeah, yeah like, like the Brewers are going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, let's go sightseeing in Milwaukee. Yeah. Rowdy Tellez is the starting first baseman <laughs> right now for the Milwaukee Brewers, yeah. Whoop the freaking do! And Jordan loves the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. No, good. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, good. I yeah, want to see that. Yeah, no, you always, you definitely want to see that. No, I want to see the city burn into flames. I mean this. <laughs> I mean this series. You know, no one really wanted to see Bucks versus Suns. I think it's a nice, refreshing thing to see these two teams. Oh, it's a nice, refreshing However, thing, Jam. Can, how I, many can minutes, I make my point? How many minutes Don't have you watched? Can I make my point? Okay. Yeah, you jumped down my throat. I can't even make a point yet. Um, but crying. I would really rather have seen Clippers Nets, something like that. You want to see the stars in the game. I mean, Devin Booker's a great player, but nobody wants to see Devin Booker versus Giannis. I mean, who really gives? Um, uh, it's, ref- it's refreshing. But So refreshing, yeah. Okay. Does it taste good? It might be refreshing, but does it taste good? It tastes good. Doesn't it? Doesn't I'm not glued to the TV. All right, move on. Sorry, I'm not glued. What? No, what I'm you want to talk about? I can't make a point because you keep speaking no, over please me. Please go. Please go. Seems like you finished. No one wanted to see Bucks versus Suns. The NBA is losing ratings. I'm sure because of this. Like you said, you've watched two minutes. I've watched about uh, what's thirty minus thirty <laughs> zero seconds of that series. Um, it's not. Listen, it's more circumstantial. I've been out or doing stuff while. If I was just sitting at home, I would watch it. But I'm not going out of my way to tune in. I mean, I'm watching Yankees, Mariners, all over this crap. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the um, ratings were down 50% last year, and they're just a tick 
so like in the bubble, they were down 50% of the playoffs right. normally, which is a, obviously a massive drop. Yeah. And they are just a tick above that. Uh, see, that's so the ratings good. are massively yeah, so down. So compared to normal circumstances, the ratings are down. Big time. That's not good. Not good for the NBA. Hey, maybe they got a little too political, but we don't have to go there. Um, this... I'm going to give the Bucks. I'm going to say they win one at Oh, home. you're saying it's that bad. I I don't know. I'm taking Suns and six. I, that's what I had, Suns and six. But I think it might be Suns and five. I don't think it's going to be that bad. You think I think, two, I think the think Bucks might make it a... Yeah, I think they might make it 2-2. Two, two. I think they could make it a real series. All right. I'm going to... All right, all right. I'll stick to that. I'll say I'll say Suns and six. No, I'm going to say Suns and five. Okay. They're gonna win. They're gonna come back and win at home. All right, Bucks are gonna win the series now. Okay, really good. What am I, the kiss of death? Yeah. Uh, UFC fight. That's hot this weekend. Yeah. Dustin Poirier, you, uh, Conor McGregor. Is Conor bald? I, think I don't so. think he, he is. I think so. All right, well then he's gonna win. If he's not, we mean if he's bald, he's gonna win. Because if he's bald, that means he's in like a psychopath mode. He said I'm gonna kill him. So I mean, you know, that might be uh, right. I'm gonna rip his. What, what did he say? I'm gonna rip his head off or something like that. Hey, I'm going to something Irish accent, proper 12. Oh, I used to have a nice Conor McGregor accent. Really? Uh, Let's hear it. Play Mayweather. <laughs> F the Mayweather. <laughs> I used to be able to do it if I could say the F like a leprechaun. It. Okay. Is that not perfect? No, then? it's not. Is that not a perfect Irish accent? No. Okay. You're not funny. I'm okay. not laughing. Okay, good. No, please, good. DeAndre Ayton is uh, something else. He, he's really... I mean, he didn't even have a good game, though. No, he what said mean, he something else. 10 and 11, but... I mean, oh, yeah, you're right. He had one bad game. So this is like you saying, so let's oh, say two-hand touch. There's nothing better than it. That's why it's number five on my list. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're just going to discredit everything he's done? No, DeAndre Ayton has been very good. We talked about it last episode. I don't know if you remember. I know you're a little... Well, I was actually on four hours of sleep, and but, I, it was a right, it was excuses, rough, excuses, rough, but you worked all day today, blah, blah, blah. Um, DeAndre Ayton's been really good for them. He's been, listen, he's got a little slander on him because he's in a part of a draft, a loaded draft class. You got Trey Young, you got Luka Doncic, you got Marvin, oh, Marvin Bagley sucks. Um, but you got, um, DeAndre Ayton's been really good. He's been a solid center for them. He's been able to rebound. He's been able to score at will. Uh, obviously, he's been shooting very efficiently. So he's been really good for them, and I think the Suns. What we ha- what has been very underrated about them. We talk about the Suns. We talk about Chris Paul. We talk about Devin Booker. We talk about whoever. We haven't really addressed until about last episode how deep of a team they are. I mean, Cameron Payne's coming up big in spots last series. Um, Jay Crowder's been coming up big the whole. Although he hasn't had a great final so far. Um, Jay Crowder's been coming up the whole postseason. Yeah, 11 postseason. and 10 tonight. Yeah, Jake, he's been, he, the game one, I think he had one point. He was pretty irrelevant. But the whole playoff series, uh, playoff, the whole playoffs, he's been really good. Um, and now you had tonight, Mikel Bridges scores for them. So I, they've had guys who can come up in big spots, come off the bench, contribute. So I think they're they're, they're a really well-built team, a really well-coached team. Shout out to Monty Williams. I was about to say that. They're deeper and they have a better coach. Agreed. Um, and, I, and I think that's that's what you're seeing now. You know, that's what we talk with, with the war, even with the good Warriors teams, you know, that won three championships. You think about the big three, you think about when KD was there, Clay, Steph, Draymond, whoever. But guys like Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala and other, other reasons, you know, are the reason why, not the main reason, but a, a solid contributor to why they have those those rings. You need depth and you obviously need 
good coaching. You're, I couldn't agree more with you, yeah. actually. You're 100% right on the money there. What am I not? Well, there's actually multiple times that you're not. Like when you said J.P. Crawford actually deserves to be an all-star. Right. Yeah. I think he does. But Five home runs. Yep. Good. Casual. Okay. You, but you but you called me a casual for not looking at OPS. OPS is 700. It's 740. Don't sell him short on 40 points. 730. And he has a 2-8 war. Very yeah. good. So we're just going to discredit the fact that he has a under 800... You literally, you talked about Eduardo Escobar for not having an over 800 war. Eduardo Escobar isn't the defender that uh, J.P. Crawford is. You're talking about Don Smith. Don Smith has a zero war defensively. Zero. He does nothing. You could put a brick wall in left field. It'd be the same freaking thing as Don Smith. So don't get on Eduardo Escobar's got a two war too. Does he really? No, I rounded up. He's got a 1.7. Oh, okay. Um. Still. All right. Let's not get hung up on the All Star game. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm done fighting with you. So the Bucks again. They will go. They're gonna look to save basically their season. If they go down 3-0, this is done. They're gonna play Sunday night. You know, we got to give them an extra day for travel. Right. Yeah. Like they. Like they need. Like they need an extra day. Right. We're. We're. We're about to hit a really dead time in sports. This is about the second most dead time. It's probably February's the worst or January, like right after the Super Bowl. February's the worst. Yeah. It's not even close. Why not? There's You're in the middle of the NBA and NHL season. There's nothing crazy going on. Then you have baseball hasn't even started yet, and the, the NFL just ended. It's not even close. It's February, I'm saying. It's oh, February no, I'm is, saying. I'm saying. the biggest I, dead time. I am saying that this is like the second most dead time because the NBA is about to end. The NHL just ended last night. You're, the only really thing you're talking about is um, the trade deadline. And, um, oh boy, uh, the trade deadline in the in the MLB and then training camp starting for the NFL. You know, you're not really having any crazy storylines or anything. It's still exciting, though. I yeah, disagree I mean, yeah, with you. I think year-round sports is exciting, but in terms of story, like, October. I want to kill myself. October is the best. I want to kill myself in February, but I'm not killing myself now. No. Obviously, I love baseball so much that the end of the year is great. And then you got um, NFL star, and I'll be getting hyped up about that. Yeah. So I disagree. I mean, I guess it's a dead time, but not for me. Okay. So that's going to do it for uh, episode 22. Very excited. Please, we don't have any voicemails or questions. Send them to us. You can reach us at hardlinesportstalk at gmail.com. We're going to put that in the description. Anything you got to say? Nope. Okay. Your we sister's t- grab party is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yo, if anybody wants to pull up to Merlot's sister's grab party, the address is...